Welcome to the audio podcast for Saturday Night Life. SNL is a ministry of Northwood Church, and our hope is that this will be a tool that blesses and encourages you in your walk with Jesus. If you want to learn more about Northridge Church or SNL, you can visit us at nrchurch.ca or join us for Saturday Night Life at 7 p.m. on Saturday evenings. Until we meet, be blessed and enjoy the word for this evening. Testing. Okay, welcome to Saturday Night Life. My name is Christian and I'll be your host tonight. Um, SNL is a ministry of Northridge Church. You are all welcome to experience everything that Northridge has to offer. Uh, after tonight, we meet Sunday mornings and even Sunday afternoons if you speak Spanish. If you have kids, ask someone about the different free programs and activities we have to offer during the week. Um, Northridge and SNL are proud to partner with Hope for Freedom Society. We are big fans of this ministry and count ourselves fortunate to work alongside them this way. Um, Celebrate Recovery is a place to experience freedom from life's hurts, habits, and hang-ups. We have a group that meets Friday nights just down the road at Highway Church, and there is literally CR groups all around the world. Um, If you know that you're going to be moving out of town and want to know more about how to connect with CR, where where you'll be living, just let us know. Um, we'd like to celebrate recovery here at Saturday Night Life. Um, if you're comfortable with sharing where you're at in your recovery, take a moment to stand and share your milestone. Jacob, 90 days. Atta boy. <laughs> Anybody else? And I've got 17 days today. Um, take the Bible with you everywhere you go. YouVersion is a Bible app for your phone. It also has Bible studies and the ability to highlight and share what you're reading. Check it out next time you have access to your phone. Um, if you don't have access to a hard copy of the Bible, we have one just for you. Just connect with a leader following the service and we'll make sure to get you one. And all of our SNL services are streamed live on Facebook. What's up, Facebook? Um, If you're watching online right now, stay connected by liking, following, or subscribing so that you never miss a service. Uh, We serve coffee because we want to encourage you to linger and hang out, so please make sure to refill your cup and enjoy a good conversation. And take some time to check out the free clothing available for you tonight. Um, It's been brought especially for you, so don't be shy. Take as much as you want. Uh, Once again, we are glad you are here. If you've got a Bible, you can open it to the book of Matthew and get ready to learn a little bit more about Jesus. He's the reason we're here. I'll drink the water right there. Holy smokes. Uh, Hey, uh, so before I start, uh, I just wanted you guys to watch the video. I was coming home yesterday. And seriously, you're a big kid. And the, uh, uh, I heard the song, and I thought it was great, and I wanted to share it with you guys before the service.
That kid's got some energy. Yeah, pretty cool, right? I, I, I know. I, like I said a thousand times when I come up here, I get all emotional about you guys and uh, me and sitting there with goosebumps trying not to blubber and come up here with dry eyed. And anyhow, I like it. I, I thought it was a wicked song, and it, it kind of applies to uh, <laughs> my fan. Allison gave me a fan. <laughs> I don't know that I'll be using it completely, Allison, but <laughs> thank you. The uh, yeah, I thought the song was awesome, and it totally applies to. Uh, well, hopefully applies to each and every one of us at, at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> the other day, uh, and other day, yesterday, well, yesterday, after coming uh, <coughs> coming from Abbotsford, uh, I, my wife and I were having dinner, and I said to my wife, I'm going to go look for somebody. There's, some, there's somebody I know in Abbotsford, well, Stefan, you guys know, some of you may know Stefan, some of you may don't, may don't, there's good grammar, may not. And anyhow, I went looking for Stefan, and I couldn't find him, but I went down, down to Abbotsford Tent City, and I found another man, a man I'd never met before, and he had a, 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 Tent City's long, it's long there, like it goes, I think it's Vetter Road, it's called, and it's right in front of the Salvation Army there, but it, go, it goes, it's big, and there's a guy there with a, a pickup truck, and uh, turned out his name is Mark. And I started talking, I pulled up and I said, hey, do you know, have you guys ever seen, because last time I met Steph, I found Steph, and I just drove into a camp, and they're like, hey, you guys seen Steph? And he's like, yeah, he's right there. And he's down, down at a, a food bank. So, uh, uh, turns out Mark, nope, never heard of him, never seen him. But I started talking to Mark, and uh, he is a, a, a veteran, he's Canadian, but he joined the British military uh, during the fight in Croatia and Serbia. Of the 21 men that he served with, three were killed in service, and he's the last of three surviving because the rest all passed away from suicide, PTSD. And that's Mark's struggle. And uh, so I was like, holy, smart man. He's got a, he was an electrical engineer in the military, and he's showing me his truck. He's got this big solar panel on his truck. He's got a computer in his truck, and he lifts up the back seat, and he's got a toilet in his truck, which I don't necessarily recommend, but he's got a toilet in the back of his truck in his heat. It can't be great. But he, anyhow, he's a super smart man, and he's telling me about all the you know, electrical stuff, and he's got, and he's got this um, what, heat, heat, heat sensing telescope or, or, or scope or something so they can see, see people. And he was telling me some of the events that were going around Thank you, thank you. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Thermal scope. He's got a thermal scope, so you can see the imaging. You don't see the pe people, but you see the, the heat image on the. Uh, you played Call of Duty, obviously. <laughs> That's how I remember my kids played it. But the, yeah, this guy had like the legit, real thing, right? And it's all powered through his his solar panel that he's got on the roof of his truck, and he's got a bed in the back of his truck, and he's got batteries and everything. He's got a computer, and. Uh, he uh, used to work over here at the Maple Ridge Food Bank. And he knows some of the guys here, and I saw his chit-chatting with him. And I got his, I actually have, my phone's over there. I got his phone, and uh, I'm going to try and hook up with him and, and meet with him again later on in the next couple of weeks. And uh, it was a real pleasure to meet him, because we go thinking you're going to do one. Oh, hey, think you're going to do one thing, and, 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 and uh, something else happens. So it was a pleasure to meet Mark and, and just, just to share with him and, and, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 uh, you know, guys are always kind of trying to be tough guys, especially a vet like that guy, right? He 
He wrote, couldn't shake my hand enough. He was just very, you could see, I, I just, my heart went out to the guy after he told me he was the last of the three survivors. But if, uh, it, it made me, today's message as well uh, totally applies to uh, meeting Mark. And, and I, and I, my wife's like, well, did you send give him the message? I'm like, well, no, I didn't. I, 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 just, I just wanted, I was looking, I was on a mission to go look for stuff. That's my short version and, and also a lame excuse. I probably should have, but I was just, and then, you know, it's funny. I, I drove down Tent City again and, and further down, I I'm, I'm met this guy and I, another guy. I didn't really meet, we didn't discuss anything, but I said, hey, I'm looking for stuff. And he was the most striking looking man I'd seen in a long time. He was a good looking dude, right? And he's like, uh, I open my window, and I, I know when I show up, I don't look like a guy that, that's part of that world. I know that, and so I, people have always, I don't know, through the grace of God alone, it must be, because I don't look like anybody that belongs there. I don't look like part of that world, but they totally, the men, because I always talk to the men, I feel very, I don't know what the word, I feel very, Scared to talk to ladies that I don't want them to be like, think that I'm a creeper. You know what I mean? I'd rather talk to a dude, see, see a guy, and say, hey, do you need, and then they can, anyhow, I'm trying to be polite when I go up there is what I'm trying to do. And uh, so I'm telling this, ask this guy, I said, hey, you seen Stefan? And the most beautiful voice you've ever heard. Like, this guy, this guy should be reading up for us. And he's like, no, just a minute, I'll be right back. And he goes off to the tent. He goes, hey, yeah, there's a guy from Stefan, friend from his church. He's going, you could see him. He's going into all the tents. Yeah, he's from Stefan's church. You're looking at everybody. I couldn't believe it. It was, it, I know it was, I was, it, it I know God touches me. And, and, and I hope this story touches you too. But just because it was just, he opens doors for us that shouldn't be open, really. I mean, it's crazy. So, uh. Moving on to my story, I just wanted to share that with you because I quite, I, I, and then that, that song, that's the song I, I listened to all the way home. I, I was scrolling through on, if you guys have, have this app called Spotify, and I'm no, of course you're going to go, of course Boomer, we have Spotify, but, because my kid calls me Boomer all the time, but there's a gospel section in it, Christian gospel section, and that was from the uh, rhyme section or, or flow, flow, kids, flow, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> In case you kids aren't hip to the flow, uh, but it was—they have beautiful songs in there. And that thing was fant- that song's fantastic. So anyhow, we're go- moving on before I get too carried away. Matthew sec- uh, 22, and um, I just wanted to read out of there. And I—I've always wondered that right at the beginning of this. Ma- sorry, did I say 20? Yeah, Matthew 22, verse 23, and um, I'm just going to read it like I always do. That same day, Jesus was approached by some. Sadducees, religious leaders who say there's no resurrection from the dead. They pose this question, which to me, this is my paraphrasing, this is a ridiculous question, but this is how Jesus is and God is and and, and makes me think of examples of how we, again, should be. Teacher, uh, uh, Teacher, Moses said, if a man dies without children, his brother should marry the widow. And have a child, uh, and, and and have a child who will marry on the brother's name. Oh, sorry, who will carry on the brother's name? Well, suppose there were seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children. So his brother married the widow, but the second brother also died, and the third 
brother married her, and this continued on to all seven of them. It sounds like one of these what-if stories with my kids. Dad, what if? What if? But it totally reminded me of this. I know that I get sidetracked. But this continued with all seven of them. Last of all, the woman also died. Tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. And this is, this really, I, I, again, I, I have... I know if you can't figure it out, I have nothing but huge admiration, admiration for Jesus. These Sadducees, in case you guys didn't know, there's a, you always hear about the Pharisees. These Sadducees were also, they, 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 were, they, they were at odds. One always thought they were better than the other. One knew more than the other. And they, they didn't believe in the resurrection Sadducees, but they figured they knew the Bible, the Old Testament. So Jesus goes right at, and it makes me think of uh, Big Bang Theory, the Bazinga from Sheldon. Jesus replied, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, they will neither, neither marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like angels in heaven. But now, as to whether, they, uh, whether there will be a resurrection of the dead, haven't you ever read about this, about this in the scriptures? Long after Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had died, God said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead. Then the crowds heard him, and they were astounded by his teaching. But when the Pharisees, these are the other guys who are going to suck it to, to Jesus too, right? They both, they had a common, they had a common, of all the commonalities these guys had was their hatred for Jesus and trying to, in their opinion, hang him, and, and, and not hang him, but catch him up on some of the things he was saying but when jesus sorry but when the pharisees heard that he had silenced the sadducees with this reply they met together to question him again now you can imagine they're all like okay well that didn't work we're gonna you and i are gonna come up with a question that's gonna get him and stumble him one of them an expert in religious law tried to trap him in this question teacher which is the most important commandment in the law of moses Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these commandments. So, here we go. The, like I just said, the... He silenced them at the beginning. They're, they're, they're trying to get him with a stupid question, and, and, and he silenced them. And the men, they, but these guys are like freaking out. They, they've never. They were the men that are always telling people. They're always looking at him and go, "Well, this is what you're going to do. This is what you. This is what you have to do." And everybody always said to them, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No." And they never had a no, or never had somebody that could, that could, that knew the Bible better than them. And Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Well, clearly knew it. He was, and in the third verse 34, skipping, neither, sorry, the, 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 verse 35, the expert of the religious laws. This was the guy that they had, this was their um, Conor McGregor of the, of the Pharisees. He, he figured this was the guy, I guess you know who Conor McGregor is, he's a hockey player. And uh, he, he's fighting, wrong, wrong guy, Conor McGregor, not him, Conor Bedard. Connor, Connor Bedard, yeah, that guy. I should know what I'm talking about before I stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead, call him. I'm fine with that. I, that Bedard kid. 
I went to school with his dad. You think I would know? And he's like, I'm, I'm too hot up here. Anyhow, <laughs> he they they send the guy that they figured it was going to get Jesus, and 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 with the question, and it, it goes. Jesus just quotes Deuteronomy right away. He quotes Deuteronomy, and, and I got it here. This part, I know what I'm talking about. He goes to Deuteronomy 6, and all your heart, Deuteronomy 6, 5, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again your, your, to your children. To your children. This is the part who, of us who are fathers and grandfathers, uncles and cousins. Repeat this to your children. If you want your children to be happy, if you want your children to, to know the difference between what right, right, right and wrong, you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands. Repeat them again and again. Talk to them to your children. Talk to them when, when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you're at, if I can add to it, when you're at work, when you're walking to work, when you're driving to work, when you're commuting, when you're at work. I was a, a welder. And now I'm a boss of welders. I would put my helmet down and I would love you. I would try as much as I could. Love your God with all your heart. With all your heart. And repeat them again. It says here, verse 7, repeat them again and again to your children. Sorry? Oh. Oh, I thought I did something wrong. I'm like, what? Did I read the Bible wrong? And then <laughs> talk to them. And, 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 when, and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up, Tie them, thank you so much. Tie them to your hands and tie them to your forehead as reminders. And, and I, you can see, you can see, yeah, it's a comedy show now. You, you can see the old uh, 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 Jewish man, they, they have a little box on their head, and that's that. Or they have it wrapped to their wrist. It was that. Love the God with all your heart. And I say this to, to us. If, 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 Actually, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> the 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 uh, if you want if you want to make a, a change in your life as to who you are, and who and how your struggle with with sobriety is going, with 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 staying sober, with changing your perspective, that is it. That is it in a nutshell. With all your heart. When, he has put, when you put him first over all, understanding that before anything, before anything, before you think of your children, God, I thank you, God, for loving me. Thank you, God. Every decision, decision after that, is, it just falls into place. What do I do? Like, I've told you guys this a bunch of times. My dad, and if you haven't heard it, I'm going to tell you again. My dad's excuse for the way he treated my brothers and sister, my brother and sister was always, I never had a good dad. I never had an example. And, and right here is our example. For th there's a reason we're sitting here. There's a reason we're sitting here. There's a reason these words are written here. I certainly did not have a good dad. With all your heart, Repeat them again and again to your children. To your children, it says specifically. And if 
And I, and I think about this too, but like, I used to have a bad temper. If you love Jesus, how do you lash out at anybody? If you love Jesus, how do you smack your children? How do you say those horrible things to your children or your grandchildren or your brother or your buddy? If you put the Lord first above all, In the, the um, so if you go keep go a little further, it says uh, the the entire law, the entire law, and all its demands of the prophets are based on these commands. And it, the the uh, the book of Matthew doesn't really show the reply of of what the the expert said, but Mark twelve thirty two. We've got what his, what, he, what his reply after Jesus had said. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The, the teacher of the religious law replied, well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. I know it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbor as I love as, as myself. This is more important than to offer any of the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. And I can't, I, I, it is freeing to understand that. It is freeing to understand that you don't have to carry hate. And that love, love, and it's not the lovey, mushy, 15-year-old boy love, or girl love, because there's more girls here now. But the, the, it's the love that sees all that you see in humans. When you see a person, you no longer see just a human. You see a creation of God. And, and the value as to who they are, because now, and here's the, here's the heart-changing part of it all. The heart-changing part of it all, that you love Jesus and, and God first, you start to love yourself. You start to think, and I could, this is experience talking. You start to think that if I pick up this drink or if I go out with these people, that I'm harming myself, I'm hurting myself. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. And then, the, and then, then you, your decisions start to change. I heard a, a lyric to a song, to, uh, more songs, uh, this week. And it says, if, the knowledge, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. And the, it's a rap. Now, I'm, I don't know, a kid at work was talking about rap, so I started listening. And it's a band called, uh, Tribe Called Quest. It's from when I was a kid when rap was cool, when I was about your age. And, and, and truly, for us, for me, the lock was hate. It locked my per perception as to who people were and who I was in other people's eyes. Hate keeps, keeps, you, keeps you down. It prevents you from who you can be. It prevents you from seeing your future and your possibilities because you hate yourself so much that you can't see the, the, the yourself possibly being happy again or deserving of being happy. The, the, the possibility that I could have two boys and a wife that, that loves me when I was your age, 19, well, I'm, I don't know, I'm just pointing at you because you're a young kid, but 19, when I was 19 and 20, 23 even, even, you know what, when I, after I married my wife, it took me a while to realize that, I, that Jesus loved me and that Jesus was going to give me a future. Hate also keeps us in our pain. 
It keeps us in our pain, and it soaks us in our pain. You hate my father, the burning hatred I had for my father and people who crossed me did nothing but do my heart harm, did nothing but do my brain harm, did nothing but destroy my possibilities. The key, the key that unlocked all of that was Jesus and believing in Jesus and opening the door of my hate and filling that, that hole with love, realizing that the greatest commandment is love your neighbor as, love your, as you love yourself. I look at you men and ladies, and, and I, before I, would, I, I had other names for other people, and, I would, and I, I not one time did I think I was better than anybody. I always thought I was lower than everybody. And if somebody had something more than me, if somebody was better looking than me, it was always because they had something that, that they got that they didn't deserve. When you, actually, I was just having a lunch last uh, Thursday with a friend of mine who's having some serious mental health problems. And I was just, we were just walking down the street. I've talked to you about it, my friend. And uh, I was walking down the street, and there's a lady with a dog. And I just reached down and pet the dog. And it was a goofy, it was a goofy dog. It looked like he was drunk. His legs were all everywhere. He's just walking. And I'm patting the dog. And he goes, Steve, you just, uh, you're nice to everybody. And I tell you, there's nothing wrong with being nice to everybody. There's nothing wrong with looking at people going, you, young man, are a son of God. I should love you just for who you are. I don't know you. I should treat you with the love and respect that you deserve and you deserve and you, you deserve. When, when, when you're driving in the, on the way from work, I just learned, I, you know what? I, you get wrapped up on crap when you're, sorry. When you get, with stuff when you're driving. And I remember I would get so angry when somebody would cut me off until I realized, that guy's just driving like a wingnut. It's not my fault. He's not personally attacking me. He's just a bad driver. It was not an attack on me. <laughs> and, 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 but this is the difference that it changes when you change that perspective. When you understand everybody has value, you have value, Jesus, love, love your neighbor as you love yourself. The problem was I was loving my neighbor as I loved myself, and I hated myself. And once we change that, your perspective is, is, is and your future and your, your ability to forgive follows along with all of that. Band, if you guys want to come up. And I can't, I can't stress enough that the, uh, the ability to forgive does come with God's love. And I'll tell more about that in a minute. So I was just thinking too, the, the, um, the lie, the lie that I know, I'll speak for myself, but I know a lot of you, yeah, you grab a seat for sex, sorry guys. The, the lie is, is, is that I, in the small town I grew up in, everybody knew my father hurt us. Everybody knew. I, was, I had some nice people that helped me, but everybody knew. 
And, and I know there's other people in this room before and now where you think that, that everybody knows your past or that, that because of that past, because everybody knew that there's no chance that that can be changed, that you're destined, that we are destined to follow into that path, that, that we are not worthy, that we are not lovable, and that, we, and that, that, that the only answer is hate in our hearts, to guard our hearts. The greatest commandment, he, the, Jesus says, is love. The greatest commandment. Second to love yourself as you love your neighbors. I just want to tell you, if you take a moment for a second, I just, just to, if you can grasp that, and, 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 I, and when I say if you can grasp that, I'm, I don't remotely try to be insulting because I know what it was like. The idea, the concept of, of, of love and being, being able to love and replace your bitterness and anger with love over hate for the people that had done these things to us, to me, was insane. But they too, they too are God's, God's creations. They made their decisions. This, my tongue is tied. Decisions. We are not, we are not what happened to us. We are not that. We were not put here for that. We are here because Jesus loved us and loves us and wants us to feel his love. And he died for us because he loved us. I want to take a moment to pray for everybody. I thank you, Jesus, for each and every person here. I thank you for each and every heart, for each and every heart that's felt hate and replaced hate with, or love from, with hate. I pray for the corners that, that, that still hold on to the hate in our hearts, Lord Jesus. I pray that we let it go now. I pray that we let it go now and we move from this room. We leave this room and leave the hate behind with an understanding of that love, that the love for you is the only way that we can walk out of here with a future, with a, an understanding, with a destiny, with a potential to be a good dad, to be a good brother, father, son, grandfather, uncle. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for just loving us, regardless of what we've done, of what we've done to survive. In your precious name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Saturday Night Life. If you want to learn more about this ministry, or if you want to talk to somebody about what you heard on this podcast, please email us at snl at nrchurch.ca. We'd love to get to know you better. Until then, be safe and be blessed.